Hey, you're listening to Guat.Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, Advancing Equilibrium in the Midst of an Agitated World. This is Season 13, Episode 277, title, A Hodgepodge of Encouragement for 2023. Subtitle, Empowering Encouragement Number 38. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Come to me. From the first moment of our spiritual life until we enter into heaven, the language of Christ is come to me. The gospel of love bridges the distance between us and God and brings us as redeemed, transformed sinners across it. Jesus goes before us as the good shepherd goes before his sheep, encouraging us to follow him and always leading us onward and upward with the word of comfort come. Jesus will always go before us to pave our way and clear our path. Like the closing words of the Apostle John in the book of Revelation, we too say, Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Come and occupy alone the throne of our hearts and reign over us without a rival and sanctify us and dedicate us entirely to your service. There's a great comfort in doing something for Jesus. To be a soul winner is the happiest thing in the world. With every soul we bring to Christ, we get a new citizen of heaven upon earth. If we've spoken faithfully of Jesus to one person when we go to bed at night, we feel happy in thinking, I have this day cleared my conscience of that person's blood. An easy conscience advances the peace of Christ in our lives. It's also a very great reward in watching the first blossoming of conviction in a soul. All heaven rejoices over a saved sinner, and we will rejoice with the same joy which we are to possess forever in heaven. For those of us who have worked for Jesus who have suffered with him, we will reign with him. If we have sown with him, we shall reap with him. Our hearts will be flooded with the light of his brilliant countenance when we see him face to face. Let's resolve to grow likewise in humility. Seek to lie very low and know more of our own nothingness. As we grow downward in humility, we also seek to grow upward, having nearer approaches to prayers and more intimate fellowship with Jesus. Now is the time for great devotion to God in prayer. In Colossians chapter 4, verse 2, God commands us, devote yourselves in prayer. A large portion of God's word is focused on the subject of prayer, seen in the living examples of people in the Bible, his law, and his promises. Jacob wrestled all night with the angel of the Lord. Daniel prayed three times a day, and with all his heart, David called upon his God. Paul and Silas called upon him in the dungeon. We have multitudes of commands and masses of promises, all teaching us about the sacred importance and necessity of prayer. We may be certain that whatever God has made prominent in His Word, He intended to be obvious in our lives. God has said much about prayer because He knows we have much need of it. So deep are our needs that we can't let up praying for them until we get to heaven. Think about this profound thought. A prayerless soul is a Christless soul. Prayer is the breath, the watchword, the comfort, the strength, and the honor of a Christian. If we are children of God, we will seek our Father's face and live in our Father's love. Let's pray that this year that we may be holy, humble, zealous, and patient, that we may have closer communion with Christ and enter more often into the dinner house of His love. May we be examples and blessings to others, and may we live more to the glory of our Master. The motto for this year must be, continue in prayer. May we grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, in all grace. 
Let us resolve to grow in that root grace faith. Let us believe the promises more firmly today than we have done in the past. Let faith increase in fullness, consistency, and simplicity. I have a question for you. Are you closer to Jesus than you were a year ago? Do you walk more consistently with Jesus today than you did a year ago? Is your life of faith simpler today than a year ago? Or is it an increasing complex mess, like a tangled 14-karat gold herringbone necklace? Let's resolve to grow also in love. Ask that our love may become extended, more intense, more practical, influencing every thought, word, and deed. How has your love been stretched in the last year? Could Jesus be calling you to a new level of love and devotion to Him? Perhaps be calling you to a rest-of-your-life devotion to some little impoverished group of boys or girls or a community of hurting families who are starving for love and food, both of which perhaps you could give in spades if only you had a love adjustment and a willingness to be stretched for the cause of Christ and the distribution of His love. Let's listen and hear what the Spirit is saying now, calling us to an extended, stretched, Love that is calling us to change with an acute focus on others, to just maybe rescue this collapsed country. Friend, no bones to pick. I'm just heavily burdened. I've studied, I know, and I see. The faithfulness of God to His word and promises will not allow America to go in this same direction much longer. All of it is saying that a God-sized, biblical proportion whammy is coming. If you want to have hope of a reprieve from all this, My friend, we must repent in love and do works of repentance in outstretched, sacrificial love to others for whom Christ died. May God the Holy Spirit enable us to grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior and enjoy His blessing. To know Him is life eternal, and to advance in the knowledge of Him is to increase in happiness and enjoy His blessing. He who does not long to know more of Christ knows nothing of Him yet. If you know the love of Jesus... Just as the deer pants for the water brooks, so will we pant after deeper drinks of his love. If you don't desire to know him better, then you don't love him, for love always cries nearer, nearer. Absence from Christ is hell, but the presence of Jesus is heaven. Let us resolve to seek to know more of him in his divine nature, in his human relationship, in his finished work, in his death, in his resurrection, in his present glorious intercession and in his future royal return. My friend, we need to abide hard by the cross and search the mystery of his wounds. An increase of love to Jesus and a more perfect reception of his love to us is one of the best tests of growth and grace. As we walk through 2023, we can face each day in the peace that Christ strengthens us. Through him, we can handle all things. No human being will ever possess enough strength to overcome the power of God. The same God who directs the earth in its orbit who feeds the burning furnace of the sun and trims the lamps of heaven, has promised to supply us with daily strength. The one who upholds the universe will surely fulfill his own promises to you and me. It is healthy for us to remember what Christ has done throughout history and then embrace the truth that he is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He that created the universe never grows weary. He who hangs the world upon nothing can surely support us as his children. Wow! Let's let that thought sink into the depths of our human souls. In my sleep, I've dreamed multiple times of flying through outer space. 
Though scientists tell us that space is negative 456 degrees Fahrenheit, in my dreams it's not cold, it's not hot, it's just right. The vacuum of space is silent but it has a sensation of static substance. I have the power to fly past the planets up close and all around them. I'm amazed that the giant spheres are just hanging there on nothing. Yet, at the same time, the spheres are traveling at 67,000 miles per hour in our solar system. God's power to keep His word will never diminish. When He has given us His faithful promise and His word that He will strengthen us, we can be at peace that God can never outpromise Himself or go beyond His power to fulfill. Today, we can pray this prayer with great confidence. God, You are my strength. I praise You as the overflowing storehouse of my strength. And thank you that your boundless reservoir of grace can never be exhausted, and the overflowing storehouse of your strength can never be emptied by your friends or ransacked by your enemies. May our hearts echo the words of Song of Solomon 1-4. We will be glad and rejoice in you. Let us sing to the Lord with joyful noise because he is the rock of our salvation. We, the called and faithful and chosen, will drive away our griefs and set up our flags of confidence in the name of God. Though the world weeps over their troubles, we will amplify the Lord. Through the power of God's Holy Spirit, who is our eternal spirit and our effective comforter, we who are the temples in which He dwells will never cease from adoring and blessing the name of Jesus. Let us be resolved that Jesus must have the crown of our heart's delight. May we never dishonor our Jesus Christ by being sad in His presence. My friend, He bore our sin and death to give us an eternal reason to be happy. We are ordained to be the minstrels of the skies. Let us rehearse our everlasting anthem before we sing it in the halls of the New Jerusalem. We will be glad and rejoice. Like the fictional TV character Keith Partridge used to sing, Come on, get happy. May we know the joy in the Lord in this January and close December of 2023 with gladness in Jesus. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.